Live from Parts Unknown, it's the KNA Sports Picks Podcast. Your Seahawks, Super Bowl 48 champion. That's right, folks. A man needs hope. And I am hoping for a successful Seahawks season because the Mets season didn't quite work out that way. How are you doing, Tanner? Doing good, doing good. Um, the Texas Rangers, um, while they lost last night, they've been playing well. They're in a great division battle with the Astros. Um, so there's hope in... Um, there's hope in baseball. Um, yeah, yeah, doing very well and excited for the return of the National Football League. The National Football League. So let's get in. Let's get into our pick. So as our listeners know, we go round the horn with all, all the divisions. And if you were with us on our last podcast, uh, you heard our special guest, uh, Tony, um, breaking down the NF- NFC North. Um, so that was, that was quite, uh, the division. So let's start off in the NFC, see North and remind everyone, um, from the last podcast that you and I, you and I picked the lions. So, um, we don't need to cover, cover that. Um, the lions will roar back. Uh, so let's, uh, we'll start with the NFC East. Tanner, how do you see the NFC? Do you? take it as chalk i take it as chalk i think the eagles and will we give our wild cards at the end oh yeah okay so for the division winner i'm going chalk philadelphia um they were half away from winning the super bowl great quarterback great young team i think they're going to be hungry and um angry about how last season um ended um i think that the commanders will be better um, I think that the Cowboys, I'll talk about them when we get to the, um, with, when we get to the, uh, wild card, I think the Giants will come back down to earth a bit, but I think the, um, Eagles will probably win two or three games more than the, uh, second place team and should easily win this division. That's my pick at least. I like it. Yeah. I have the Eagles too. Um, you know, they're just. They're just the the cream of the the division. Um, yeah, we'll get to the we'll get to the Cowboys on our wild card pick picks. Um, the the Giants. I'm not a big Daniel uh, Jones believer. I think last year was kind of a fluky year for them. I don't I don't see I don't see them um, you know um, having a winning winning season. And the Commanders is they're a good team, but you know they don't really have the quarterback play. So. Yep, 
the Eagles are definitely in the class. Now, over the South, I think that that, that is going to be the weakest division in the NFC. Um, I agree. So I had a hard, hard time, you know, who I was going to pick. And ultimately, I ended up picking um, the Saints because I think that they have the best quarterback in, in Derek Carr. Um, and yep. they, I think they have the best roster. Um, and then you, you look at you look at the Falcons with Desmond Ritter, a young quarterback, uh, Panthers, you, Bryce Young. I'm not sold sold on him. I think he's he's a little bit too uh, light, and I'm not sure he'll hold up for the season. And he reports says he hasn't been looking good in camp. And of course, the Bucks with Baker Mayfield. So I think I think the Saints um, win the division, and who knows, they might win the division in eight eight and nine. I agree with you. Um, I know that I, I think the Saints, too, for the reasons you just said, I just trust Carr the most out of all those uh, quarterbacks. I think the Falcons might be trending in the right direction, might be have a competitive uh, football season. But, yeah, I think the Saints go 8-9, and 9-8, nine, nine and win. All right. Um, so then moving moving to the West – Looks like a yes. two-team race. Do you have the 49ers or do you have the Hawks? I have the 49ers by a game. Oh! I think, <laughs> I, think that, I think that the Seahawks for the next three or four years will be the class. But I think the 49ers just might have a little too much talent. Though the 49ers, it's funny, they're the team where – I look at their offense and defense, and I think they're just loaded in every spot but quarterback. Uh, so if Gino has another outstanding year, I definitely think it could be the Seahawks season. Um, but I think the 49ers have a lot of talent that can overcome their quarterback uh, um, situation. So I'm thinking it's going to be maybe 49ers 12-5, and five, Seahawks 11-6. and six. Um, and just a really tough division. But let's hear your case for the Hawks. Yes, you know it's the case for the Hawks. So, Exhibit A, they they were up on the 49ers in the playoffs by a point in the game in San Francisco or wherever. They, they, they don't even play in San Francisco. I don't even want to talk about that, that city. Um, and then they were they were only down by a score going into the fourth quarter and then then they pulled away. The Hawks had had another stellar draft. Um, JSN is is going to be their third wide receiver. They had a Charbonneau. Um, they've they've added uh, Weatherspoon on the defensive side. They just have so so much. They've added just so much young depth, so much talent that uh, um, you know I, I respect the 49ers. You know, great football team, have a fantastic seven. But, you know, last year they were they were healthy, except for quarterback. Um, and I just think that the, the Seahawks have more more depth than over a 17 game game schedule. I think I think the depth will prevail. Um, and the Rams and the Cardinals, I don't I don't expect much, much out of out of those those teams. Yeah, so neither do I. And and the Seahawks do still have a great coach in Pete Carroll, who I think is constantly willing to tinker and innovate. So um, I sincerely hope that you are right. 
So we both we both have the Eagles. We both have the Saints. Uh, we both have the Lions. I have the Hawks, and you have the 49ers. Now, um, um, uh, now for our three wild card teams, uh, I have the the Cowboys, 49ers, and oh gosh, <laughs> do I have to pick a third wild card in the NFC? Um, I don't know. I guess uh, Tony sold me on the Bears. I'll go. I'll go with the Bears as the as a surprise third third wild card. That sure would be fun. Yeah. Well, I had the Seahawks as the five seed. Um, I have the Cowboys as the six seed, and like you, I think it's. I kind of just think it's whoever's going to finish second in the North, um, because I don't see. I don't see the second place team in the South being that good. I don't see whoever finishes third in the West or, or East being that good. So I'll I'll split the difference and say the Packers just for uh, difference sake. But I really think who, who whoever finishes second in the North will probably get that, I like that last spot. Yeah, yeah, good take. I I agree. Whoever in in the North, I don't see anyone from the South. Um, or the Giants in the East being the, the third wildcard team. Now moving into uh, the other conference, the lesser conference. Actually, they this conference is very is stacked very. compared yeah. to the NFC. Um, so I'm glad that the Haw- oh I forgot who who uh, who you have winning the NFC. I'm doing the Eagles and a repeat. Um, I think it will be, so even though I'm picking the 49ers, I think it will, the Seahawks will win a couple of road playoff games. I think they'll get to the conference championship, but the Eagles will just prove to be a bit too much this year. Um, but the future is bright for the Seahawks fans, but I think the Eagles after last uh, season, again, I just think they're motivated, hungry, young, and uh, talented. So I think they're going to win the NFC again. Yeah, I, logic logic says the, uh, the Eagles. But I'm going to go with the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the... Uh, if we get the game in Seattle, I, that will be key. Yeah, that that'll that'll be key. But uh, as we as we heard from the movie Rudy, uh, life is tolerable with with hope and dreams. And so I'm dreaming of a Seahawk Super Bowl. So I'll go with the Seahawks. I like it. Now the AFC. Uh, right. Let's go with the AFC East. A strange little division here. So this might be a little controversial, but I'm saying it's Tua time. Tua, I love it. All the right, Dolphins. I'm picking the Dolphins. Okay, um, and I am also going going off the rails too. I'm going with Mac Jones and the evil really? the Emperor Palpatine uh, Belichick with with the uh, Patriots, and I'll tell you why. Because a lot of prognosticators are picking them to finish last in the division. I know that. I know that. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know what to tell them, but I think they're wrong. Um, so two things. One is Mac Jones was outstanding as a rookie. And then Bill Bill Belichick, he, he went a little nutty and, and experimented with some defensive coaches, 
coaching the offense, and that didn't work out. Um, he brought he brought in Bill O'Brien to to be the offensive coordinator, and I think Mac Jones is a is a really really solid quarterback. So I think the offense is going to be just good enough. The Patriots defense is outstanding. It's the it, I think the Patriots defense is the best in the AFC. Wow. So um, I'm going with uh, an approved Mac Jones, um, a motivated Bill Belichick, and and a, and a top Patriot defense to uh, win the division. Wow. Well, I like it. Well, you never bet against Bill uh, Belichick, so. Nope. I think, um, yeah. And I think it sounds like we both agree that maybe the Bills regress a bit this year. Um, it seems like there's some drama in Buffalo, lost some some players the season ended on a sour note last year yeah um, stefan diggs and and um, allen a little controversy be, between them not being on the same page it just seems in big games they they just haven't cracked through and you're just wondering if it, you know the long term you know with josh allen the bills are always going to be there but just wondering if they're going to have to reload for a push in 2024 or 2025 we also both agree that the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Oh, it's going it's, it's to be a disaster. Uh, you know, I really like Aaron Rodgers. I, I like how he speaks his mind. People think he, he's a little surly, but but I like him. He's, he's not your typical quarterback with the typical cliches. Um, so I was disappointed to see him go to the Jets. Um, I would have rather seen him go to the Raiders. But um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a disaster. It's gonna be a disaster. I mean the 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 Jets are gonna finish in last. Um, Aaron Rodgers is gonna get surly and unhappy. The New York media is gonna circle like vultures on the team. It's gonna it's gonna be a train wreck. Wow! Wow! It's always like Tony was saying. You know the Cowboys are. The drama, the Jets, it's always just get your popcorn ready. Get your popcorn ready. Uh, yeah. Okay, the AFC North, I'm going with the Bengals, of course. I'm actually going with the uh, Nevermores. Oh, I'm going okay. with the Ravens. I think that Jackson is going to have a healthy, um, injury-free year, and I think they're going to have a, uh, a good um, year. I like it. I like it. Okay. Um, the South. This is the. It's funny. Both South conferences are, are pretty weak. So this argument that uh, it's a battle between the NFC South and the AFC South, which is the the worst division in football. So, um, who do you got in the AFC South? I think similarly to the NFC South, I think it's only going to take nine maybe even eight games to win this division. So I think the Jaguars have the best chance of doing that. They finished strong last year. I think Lawrence and is finally starting to gel. Um, and honestly, there's just no one else. I mean, the Texans are going to be better. Um, they're headed in the right direction, but they're still very much a work in progress. Not sold on the Colts. Some people are picking the um, Titans, but I don't really see it. I still think Lawrence is a better uh, quarterback, so I think the Jags will win it. But I don't think they'll make too much noise in the playoffs. Yeah, I, 
I'm a little higher on the Jaguars than you are. I, I think that they might might even make it uh, to the you know uh, you know AFC Championship. You never know. Um, but uh, yeah, I have them winning the division super easy. Plus, I, I you know I think that they'll they'll win six games in the division because the Titans, Texans, and Indy, as you mentioned, are are are, are very weak. The uh, Tex Texans and Indy are starting um, um, rookie quarterbacks. The Titans have a mediocre mediocre quarterback in Tannehill, so Jaguars should win the division uh, handily. Yeah. Um, now for a strong, a much stronger division, we've got the NF, NFC West, and of course, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the uh, the Chiefs. I do think that the Chargers and Broncos will have, have you know good seasons, and I think one of them will be a wild card team. The Raiders with Jimmy G, though, um, I don't have much confidence in them. Yeah, I same as you. I'm picking the Chiefs. Um... Mahomes still prob- probably the best quarterback in the league. Team is still firing on all uh, cylinders. Um, I really see no reason why they shouldn't win it. And as far as the three wild cards, we both have the Bills. Yeah. Um, who are your other two? Bills, Chargers, and Bengals are mine. I think Bengals are still a talented team. They should get in there. The Chargers. Uh, so I'm sorry. I I actually think Sean Payton and the Broncos are headed in the right direction, but I just think the division is loaded. I think they may finish with a winning record at nine and eight. But I think um, all three wild card teams might have double uh, digit wins. Um, you know, it might take ten or eleven wins just to get into the playoffs yeah. in the um, AFC. Um, there's just a lot of talented teams, good young, uh, good young uh, quarterbacks. So, sorry to Mister S- former Mister Seahawk uh, Russell, uh, um, and sorry to the Broncos fans who have been waiting for six or seven years now. But the playoff drought will have to continue a season more. Hi. We talked about I'm going to take the Bills and I'm taking the Ravens. So I was split between the Chargers and Broncos. So, but I actually think the Broncos. I'm picking the Broncos to to be that third wild card, just because I don't trust trust the Chargers in in big games. It seems like you know whenever they have a big game, you know something happens. I don't know what it is about their culture or their coaching, but it seems with their talent that they they should do do better um and with sean payton getting russell wilson back on track i think the broncos will be the, the third wild card team and for my afc i guess i'm team i guess i'm going um i i'm rooting for the Bengals, but i'm going chalk with uh chiefs so i've got a Chiefs seahawks super bowl so i'm actually going with the baltimore ravens all right. Um, I really think that this is the year for a healthy quarterback for them for a full year. And if you look, I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So I think if he can stay healthy for for a season, I think that AFC Championship is going to be a shootout between Jackson and uh, and uh, Holmes. Um, it's nothing against the Chiefs. It's just repeating. Going through that gauntlet back to two back years is just really hard. Um, so 
I'm going to mix it up and say they're the Ravens. Okay, so you have Ravens Eagles Super Bowl. So you have you have two birds. Which two birds, yeah. which which bird is going to prevail? So I think the Eagles. Um, I think Lamar Jackson and will take them all the way to the uh, Super Bowl. But I think again, the Eagles just have such a bitter taste. I think they're playing in an easier conference, so I think they'll have and. Um, easier path to the um, to the um, Super Bowl. I think whoever comes out of the AFC is going to be coming out of a dogfight. Is going to have had a much tougher um, schedule. So I think this, the city of brotherly love will get their second uh, Super Bowl trophy, much to the intense anger of Mister Jerry Jones. You know, and if it's a Eagles Ravens, I, I would definitely root for for the Eagles, and I'll tell you why. Ravens are such obnoxious birds, and you know they they squawk, they just squawk, and they're 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 annoying. But eagles, you know, they they're more calm. Um, That's true. You know, and uh, they're they're not in these big, you know, groups like 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 the ravens are. And you know, sometimes they fly solo, or you know, they're just hanging out in a tree, and they're a majestic bird. So, yeah, I've seen some great uh, eagles in here near um, near um, Boulder. So, go Eagles! Go Eagles! So, my Super Bowl matchup is the Chiefs Hawks, and uh, of course, I can't pick the Hawks going to the Super Bowl and losing losing the Super Bowl. So, Gino is going to host hoist, I should say, the Vince Lombardi Trophy. And the Seahawks are going to win their second Super Bowl. It's 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 going to be beautiful. What a great story! You know, the backup gets his chance. I wonder if that would be if Pete Carroll would reattire if they know. won the Super Bowl in the next I, year. I think he would if they won the Super Bowl. When they win the the Super Bowl, I think that he would um, would come back to see if they could repeat. Well, that'd be a lot of fun, and I think Seahawks Nation, you would. As they say, you would South Alaska, but I think, man, if they hosted a playoff game, if the Seahawks do win the 11 or 12 games, if they get to the uh, Super Bowl, the 12s are just going to be crazy. They're just going to be crazy. You might hear it all all the way from the East Coast (laughs) media. You might hear the roar from CenturyLink. You can hear Gino, Gino, Gino. I'm pumped up. I'm ready. I'm ready. So, so lock it. We've uh, TK's got the Eagles and I've I've got the Hawks. So e- either way, um, a superior bird is going to get a win. Um, so we we've we've got uh, two listener questions. Um, you know the the first one is uh, from King Charles, and he said, um, "Love the podcast." He said it's my favorite American podcast. Said I'm a big cricket fan, and yeah. um, he said I I would love it to be popular the the sport uh, to be popular in the colonies. So, do you guys have you know any recommendations to increase or, or change the the sport, Americanize it to make it more popular amongst the uh, American masses? Well. Two things. I think one, the key is, so there's already a format of cricket that's short, that lasts about three 
um, three um, hours. Um, so there's kind of three forms of cricket. One lasts a full day. One last can last three to five days. I think those two forms, I don't know how, how they're going to do in the U.S. You know, us Yanks don't have the attention span, really. I mean, we were kind of struggling with four-hour baseball games. So I think you really got to go all in in the short form. Um, I think the biggest problem, though, in the U.S. is that we have a bat and ball sport in baseball. Um, so I think what could be really fun, though, is why not have all baseball players, all the current professional baseball players, play cricket for a um, for a um, season and just see what uh, happens? Because um, I think, you know, I think it's a huge... Um, limit is that no one in the U.S. really knows who these players are. Most of them are from Asia or Britain. Um, but wouldn't it be fun, you know, just give Mike Trout a um, a, um, a um, cricket bat and see what he can do? Um, you know, and I think as a Mets fan, you could get behind it because the Mets have been struggling in the one bat and ball sport. But maybe the Mets batters would be better at a cricket. You know, yeah. Maybe we give them a, a chance. So just have all current base, have all current baseball players just play a cricket for one um, season and see what happens. So kind of leave it as is. Do the do the shorter version, but have have the American teams, you know, do be the cricketers. Exactly. Yep. Just throw them in there. Uh, you know, it could even be fun. Don't tell them much about the rules or game. Just have them figure it out. Um, um, but I think it could have them play in all the current stadiums. And again, you know, as a Mets fan, the baseball bat and ball sport hasn't been going well this season. Why not try a, a different bat and ball sport? It couldn't hurt. Exactly. Exactly. So. Uh... I I struggle with this question because I really, you know, think the sport is is way too long, and um, I don't I don't know how you how you improve it. I guess guess my only only thought there is is they it seems like they score too many runs, way way yes. too many runs. What like what is it two hundred three hundred? Yeah, they score a lot. It's got to be a lot less. So I think I think the pitchers need to get much closer closer to the batters so the batters um miss miss it more and don't they only have to run to one base or whatever the yep. way they run to one wicket i think they run there and back i think i think what would be really cool is like in croquet what there's i don't know 10 15 wickets so so make it so that they have to run run to all these these different wickets <laughs> And not just just one wicket, because anytime I've seen it, you know they they hit it way out there, and they just you know run like they barely jog, you know to to the wicket, and they they go back to the the home. I'm assuming it's called called the home place. So I'd I'd add much more wickets, and um, you know turn it down. And I would encourage like in baseball, you know some sometimes the pitcher throws at the the batters, and and you know it causes you know like fights or whatever. Oh yeah, I, I I think that the the cricket pitchers are they called ballers bowlers bowlers yeah. bowlers I think that they should sometime encourage them to throw throw at the batsman. 
well, intimidate them because you got to get these got to get the the batsmen scared you know and and not hitting you know scoring as many runs by hitting hitting the sticky wicket all the time <laughs> i think we're gonna lose our english pants by my uh <laughs> cricket analysis well, I don't think you would like test cricket because that lasts for three or five days. <laughs> they sometimes wear um, sweater vests <laughs> and there's usually a tea break in the afternoon. So uh, um, King Charles, I was going to say Prince, but King Charles, I hope that answers your questions and uh, feel free to, to reach out to us if you'd, you'd like to be on the podcast anytime. Um, our last question is um, from Mork. Um, from the planet of Orc. Um, he's Mark from Orc. And he is wants to know our opinion if if any aliens have have ever visited visited the uh Earth. And um you know if you would have asked me this two or three years ago, I said no way. There's there's is is there's no way that um you know the spaceship uh unidentified flying thing is is landed but i don't know it's more and more evidence even i was reading something in scientific uh america a reputable science uh i'm sure there's there's an astrophysicist from harvard that that believes that that uh aliens have have landed on on earth um I would I would tend to say there's 95% of me believe that that no just because I can't see a you know with uh the physics as you know spaceship traveling that far and reaching 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 the earth with uh living creatures uh but you know more and more um people are coming forward that uh whistleblowers from the government they're saying that, that that they've seen something, but I would like there to be aliens, but I would say no, that, that uh, I don't, probably not. So I would say no, too, and I think uh, what you alluded to, you know, space, you're a big space astrophysics guy, the size, we just almost can't comprehend the size, right? Right. I mean, even the distance to... From Earth to Mars, you know, millions of miles, months, a year-long journey, and that's to our closest planet. I mean, to leave the solar system, traveling as fast as we could would take, I think, um, decades. I think to get to the nearest star, even traveling at the speed of light, which we've never come close to traveling at, would take 100 years. So I think for an alien to get to Earth, they would have to be so far more advanced scientifically than we are now you know they for them to have the technology to get to earth would be like what we are to ants i mean it would just be such a huge distance so if there's this in beings that have visited earth that have taken the time to travel you know possibly hundreds or thousands of years are some of the most smartest advanced beings why are they just hanging out in Kansas or in the upper atmosphere or in New Mexico? Like, why don't they say anything? And why don't they go to like, um, a beach? I don't know why, where go to a beach, like go to Cancun. Exactly. exactly. A beach, you know, see the sites of Rome, 
um, go to Tokyo, you know, they just never seem interested in our great tourist destinations on earth. They just seem to want to <laughs> go to cornfields in Kansas. And, you know, I've driven through desolate parts of Texas that are very similar to Kansas. And it's not really worth, you know, a few hour car trip. I don't think they're coming hundreds or thousands of light years <laughs> to just kind of fly around in the sky. Now I could be wrong. Um, but I do think all these reports are, um, are fascinating. And I do think it's likely, you know, how there was that Chinese weather uh, earlier this yeah. year. I think it's much more likely that these are maybe, um, you know, drones, weather balloons from other, um, from Russia, from China, um, which you, you could see why the U.S. would want to cover that up too. If yeah. those are right here to the U.S. So sorry, UFO fans, but I'm not convinced. The only way I can see it being plausible is if the spaceship comes from a parallel universe. Because if you have a parallel universe, chances are that you would have different physics. And right. so in that parallel universe, if they had different physics where they could travel faster than the speed of light and found a way to get from their universe to our universe, I could see that. But uh, I don't I don't think so. So I hope that answers your question, Mork, and I hope we haven't offended any, um, if there's any, you know, space aliens out there that uh, are fans of the podcast, I hope we haven't offended uh, any of our space alien fans. Well, TK, All right. TK, it's been a pleasure. Any uh, final thoughts to our faithful listeners? Yeah, well, as our listeners may or may not know, I'll be headed to to Hamburg, Germany in a couple of weeks where I'll be staying for um, till the end of the year. Um, so I will definitely be going to a Hamburger SV Bundesliga 2 game. So I'll report back to the podcast my experience going to a German uh, soccer game. Um, and, you know, I'm a, coming into Hamburg. I know there's two great soccer clubs. There's Hamburger SV and St. Pauli FC. So if any of our loyal uh, listeners want to want to email me a pitch, send me some gear, tell me why I should root for one club or the um, other, I think they can send it to knapics at gmail.com. Absolutely. Yeah, Nyla. Be going heading up to Seattle for a Seahawks game this September. And All right. If any of our listeners, uh, you know, wants to meet up and uh, join up up there, um, is CK and I. And a special shout out to to uh, my beloved CK. It's our anniversary, so that's what's going on. So Tanner, it's always a pleasure, and and hopefully. Um, our picks or specifically my picks <laughs> turn out go hawks go hawks no one would have believed in the early years of the 21st century that our world was being watched by intelligences greater than our own that as men busied themselves about their various concerns they observed and studied with infinite complacency Men went to and fro about the globe, confident of their empire over this world. Yet, across the gulf of space, intellects vast and cool and 
unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. And slowly and surely drew their plans against us. And we did out of us for the good of the race, and you constantly make jokes. I'm afraid that won't do. There's an insignificant planet on the far side of the galaxy. From the fragmented reports we have on it, the people are, well, uh... Real Nimnos? Exactly. That's why I think you'll fit in there, Mark. You're too kind, sir. What is the name of this hellhole you're sending me to? Earth. Earth? I was on Earth three blooms ago. I was sent there by a biology class to collect a specimen. I had to throw it back, though. Too small. I love that place. Well... Don't enjoy it too much. It's not a vacation. We want you to learn all we can about primitive societies. Your mission is to report back to me mentally about the things you learn there. And remember, this is a serious mission. You can count on me, Orson. D, D, and E. Dedicated, diligent, and efficient. <laughs>